Time now for the podcast you've grown to love. It's All That Ish. With your boy DJ Wig. The crew. <laughs> What's going on? It's your man DJ Wick. Hey, we are coming to you live from not really live, but kind of live, pseudo live from an uh, undisclosed location in uh, Northern Virginia. So get at me. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but but you you all know. We, before we get into the business of the show, and it's a great show we got coming your way, we've, we've got to do something. All right, in the building, we have none other. And this is, this is a doozy because, you know, he doesn't make an appearance often. But we have P&J with us. Pimp name, John. All right. Mm. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you in advance. I know it's going to be swell. We also, I, I, you know, I got to say this. We also have none other than Cleveland. Cleveland. He's in the house, y'all. Hey. Yep. Working hard on the pen, getting it in. That's, at least that's what they said. I don't know if that's true or not. Also. Pistols. Pistols. <clears throat> All right, all right. Mm. And lastly, but not least, is none, none. Hey, calm down. You in the back, calm down. Damn, they're crazy out here, but and then none other than. Jeez, it's a lot of dudes, you know. One's in there somewhere, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> God dang! Leave your side I'm gonna give you that one. Leave your side piece out of this. Um, but it's a it's a wonderful show that we've got packed. We're gonna be talking about a lot of different things. Uh, we're gonna be talking about some barbecue. We're gonna be talking about some interesting restaurants. We're gonna be talking about uh, some movies. That's what we're gonna start. We're gonna start off talking about that because there's some some interesting movies uh, coming out. Also, we'll be talking about men's health physical mental all of that am i missing something i'm missing something pistol know what i'm missing what am i missing uh we talk about the child rearing stuff, child huh? rearing beat your kids nah, See? <laughs> <laughs> beat your kids um yeah so let's let's go ahead and dive in and knock these these movies out um there is some some interesting movies hitting hitting the scene if you will they're coming out. They're coming out soon. Uh, one that uh, I mean, some of y'all might find interesting is that Sneakerella. I don't know. You might. Uh, an aspiring sneaker artist from Queens uh, meets Kyra King, the fiercely independent daughter of legendary basketball star and sneaker tycoon Darius King. Sparks fly as the two bond over their mutual affinity for sneakers with a little nudge from his best friend and a sprinkle of fairy godfather magic, L finds the courage to use his talent to pursue his dream of becoming a legit sneaker designer 
in the industry. You know what? Ooh. Who asked for this? Henny? <laughs> it was Henny, Henny and Ken. He probably gets robbed. Uh, he probably gets robbed. Disney movie. I, I didn't even know this existed. Sneakerella? Yeah, but I guess John Sally's in it. Oh, yeah. for, oh really? Yeah, I, I'm guessing he is the tycoon. Uh, and um, uh, and, it, and it was written by the dude who played um, Junior on My Wife and Kids. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, little uh, fake Onyx looking dude. <laughs> this said look nothing like Onyx. <laughs> yeah, he don't. Whatever, man. He, he had that bald nugget head. That's what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, bald yeah. head look like sticky fingers. Yeah, I knew what I said. <laughs> tell me. No. Oh, okay, but that's interesting. You know, uh, John Sally is also noted as saying that he had to make sure that he had a good-looking wife because he knows he's ugly, and he didn't want his kids to have to go through that. No, that's I mean, what I to I mean... I mean, that's a lot, you know. Hey, he said it in an interview. <laughs> this is real. Arthur never black and ugly as ever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's terrible, though. That is terrible. Uh, quick shout-out before we go any further. Quick shout-out uh, to my daughter, who she went on a cruise, and she brought me back something. So if I'm slurring words, it's because... Um, <laughs> it's because of this rum that she she brought back from her travels. Uh, what kind of rum was it? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know you should have asked me that a couple drinks back. Nigga, <laughs> where's the bottle? <laughs> it's downstairs, man. Probably didn't even come in a bottle. Probably came in a. Yo, leather. it came. Yo, it came in this weird bottle, man. That is so cool. So, like, if you hold it up, it looked like a seven fifty, right? Um, mm. but then there are three compartments like so it's made out of three different bottles but they all go That's into shit. one another that junk is crazy it's trippy so it's and different flavors it? of rum i only had like some of the bottom one pause which, hold on which so all three compartments go into the same compartment or Yo, so when you you stack them so you know uh, like the wine bottle got that little thumb dip the top of the bottle goes into the thumb dip so it makes a a whole like big seven fifty milliliter joint, but they all uh, in three. It's three different. It's it's crazy, man. I'm gonna have to post it on Instagram. So yeah, go check out Instagram and see the bottle. There's that. I'll put it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's crazy. So shout out to her. I love her. She get she brought me gifts, and I love her just because she's her, not because um, she got me drunk. But anyway, oh, that's too late now. That's too late. What? Say <laughs> she's your favorite kid. She's my. <laughs> Put that shit out there in the public. I don't have no favorites. I didn't say favorite. I just said I love The only one got you rum. Okay. (laughs) That is so messed up. Hey, that's not even like that. All right, the second movie. You go ahead. Since you got so much mouth, you talk about the second movie. Which which one? The one Uh, we're going to pull up. The Count of Three. That's the name of it. We went over this. Hold on, hold on. on. I can't get my notes. Okay, you cool, cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Three, right? Coming out May 13, 2022. Uh, I'm Googling that shit right now. <laughs> Nigga, don't you got work to do? <laughs> you open IDN and be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know this movie. I know this anyway, movie. Val has reached a place where he feels the only way out is to end things. That's sad. Dang. But he considers himself a bit of a failure, his effectiveness lacking. So he figures he can use some help. 
As luck would have it, Val's best friend, Kevin, is recovering from a failed suicide attempt. So he seems like the perfect partner for ex- executing this double suicide plan. Oh, but before they go, happening? they have some unfinished business to attend to. That's on the count of three coming out May 13th, 2022. Bruh. There you go. I don't even know if I like the sound of that. that golly. That just sounds morbid. That's dark than a mug. Oh my gosh! I mean, oh, oh, stop the stop the presses! Did y'all did y'all even hear who who just creeped in? The one, the one. I did not. Sir. And the only, the the, the one and only King Dino. God. Oh, so I thought he was on the road. I thought he was working. Ooh. We are, we are back. Dang. Nice. That boy. All right, y'all, calm down. It, it's not that big a deal. No, I mean really. Shut up. God, dang. <laughs> yeah, he, he come when he love. He come when he want to. He acting real like uh, David Ruffin in junk yeah, right now. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, come to see y'all. We, we can't see Dina. <laughs> we I, had I, rehearsals. I was, I, was oh. at, I was thinking more of the lines of Eddie Kane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's damn. so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> this man. Oh, man. Nights like this. What's happening, man? Man, about- nothing. Just getting, uh, just getting back from being on the road, man. Just uh, making we, uh, that money, okay. Flex. Yeah, man. You know, our, our photography business is taking us around, and we just got back from uh, Jersey City, so uh, it's, it's it's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the little pimp voice. That's how you needed to say that. You know, we just came back from it. <laughs> Hey, I was like, I was like, when did when did Sugar Free get on the line? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, baby, we just got back from Jersey City, baby. <laughs> hey, man, it was. I tell you what, man, it was cool though. I've never shot in Jersey City before. I've been to New York, but uh, that was that was pretty cool. So where, like, where exactly were y'all? Uh, we we were actually in like, like, like right landmarks? there on the Hudson. Okay, yeah, like, like there right, we go. Yeah, we were right. I mean, if you look across, you you're looking at Chelsea. So I mean, it was there. We go. Now, was, see, was, now that's a little better. That's more descriptive. You know, yeah, man, by we, the McDonald's over there by the Easy Go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. No, it was it was a lot of fun, man. That's uh, I tell you what, the cool thing is, my wife and I, we we kind of never thought that you know our our photography business would would take us around, but man, we're starting to get a lot of a lot of requests to travel. So it's uh, it's pretty cool, man. man but we're lucky. Advantage of that, yeah, indeed. Yes, bro. sir. That's a good look. Yes, sir. Uh, also, I don't know if this got is, one more move. I was about to say, I don't know if this is a good look or not, but uh, April, this is already out. This this came out in April. This is a good one. I yeah, think. uh, Ambulance Decorated Veteran Will Sharp. Oh, say that again. Decorated <laughs> Veteran. How, how'd you say that? Ambulance. <laughs> yeah, okay, you, you ain't like how I did that. <laughs> Ambulance. <laughs> the ambulance. I did not say ambulance. <laughs> nah, I feel like you did. No, 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 I didn't. You know what? Go back and if if for the first for ahead, the first ahead, the ahead. first five people that hit me up, um, you'll get a, a ATI. Go ahead, you got to put it in the comments. You'll get an ATI lapel pin. Real talk. All that is says, lapel pin. It says ambulance on. If I said ambulance instead of ambulance, <laughs> then look, then mm-hmm. I'll give you a lapel pin. First five people. I don't think I said it though. But the first five people that check and say they check and then say whether or not that I did, and th- if they all say no, you didn't, you get a lapel pin. <laughs> you see, y'all didn't even catch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. They get one anyway. Oh, you think that's how it's going down? You think that's how it's going? Uh-uh. Not doing it. All right. Ambulance. Better? Close enough. That's Is fine. that better? I mean, we could talk yeah. about some smothered pork chops, but I don't want to do that. Mm. Uh, mm. De- decorated veteran Will Sharp, desperate for money to cover his wife's medical bills, asked for help from his adoptive brother, Danny. A charismatic career criminal, Danny instead offers him a score. The biggest bank heist in Los Angeles history. $32 million. I mean, that's not funny, but... Yo, it's not funny, but I saw the preview for this. Yo, this joint look kind of hot, yo. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. All of Who's the, where's, where's that actor from the other black actor? Where is he from? It was, yeah, he played he, another movie. Yeah, he oh, he was a Candyman. Candyman. Yeah, he the only black dude in the movie, though. Yeah. Candyman. Yeah, the new Candyman the, that the came new out. The new Candyman. Not the real joint. Uh, <laughs> not the. Helen. <laughs> I was about to say that. You can't have no 90 year old actors. Nah. That man was breathy back then, though. Like, God dang. Hey, I hope he had a mint. Because, look, real talk, he on the set like that, doing that, bruh, he gets smacked quick. If his breath was method, method, method actor gone too far. <laughs> Yo, there ain't no method in that, bruh. That junk just straight trash. The man came through with the Killer Bee Swarm. That's you know? Oh, hey. With the Wu-Tang, bruh. Helen. All right, but anyway, Ambulance, it's out now. Go ahead and check it out. Ah, uh, moving on. And this is a, a a serious a serious type thing. Are you just gonna get into the stats of it all, or are we gonna have a conversation about it? Or what's going I on? We better have time? a conversation. I okay, mean, because cool. honestly, the stats you know you can find different stats. No, I'm gonna tell you right now, them stats is ugly. They ooh, they make you feel some. Do you have any way. on top of him? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna read them. No sir, don't get me. In is involved. it? It's it's probably one side, isn't it? Well, no, what is it? it's just not a good look. Okay, so so we're gonna talk about health. Both uh, physical and mental health, getting your checkups, doing what you need to do, uh, whether yeah. it be like one of the crew members, a colonoscopy and all that. Boom, boom. Don't ask me to repeat that one. Shut up. Um, what it, I was shout about. <laughs> whatever it is, going to the the hospital or the clinic or the urgent care, whatever you need to do to to make sure that you are good, uh, and how that kind of kind of looks amongst black folk uh, mm-hmm. specifically black men since the majority of us on this call um, are, are men no disrespect people of color <laughs> wait who <laughs> talk about majority are we all <laughs> I need you to elaborate yeah was, uh, that was too funny say I was just waiting mean. for somebody to say something then nobody hey, said anything Hey, no, no, bro. I'm sitting there looking on here. I'm like, look, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got. Yeah, it. I was like, hold on, hold on. Everybody's trying to Nah, and then y'all didn't say nothing, so that's what I said. Okay, no disrespect. No, I had to be sure. We, we had to be sure. It had to take a second, man. Yeah, I was like, who is he talking about? Y'all slow with it, but no. maybe, maybe you know, maybe you know something I don't know. Man, leave. Come on, man. That's not funny, man. Henny, I, I wasn't saying shit. So. Oh. Mm. Oh. Mm. What? He told me not to say nothing about you. He told me not to say. He told me not to say anything about you. Continue. When's the last time you got your cone checked? Who? 
I'm talking about in general. I will say something for me, right? I I, I, say, I haven't. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to do it. Okay, I will say this, right? I'm late. being in the military, active duty. I think I took for granted the access I had mm. to, and I'm not saying they have the best healthcare system, but it was accessible. No. I didn't have to wait that much, and I could go in and just walk in, right? Being with the VA, that that it ain't that cool, right? I called in <laughs> we'll uh, see you next this year. past week. <laughs> Bruh, I called in. It was like, hey, man, I'm having some like chronic uh, hand pain from one of my motorcycle accidents. I want to make an appointment. So they they tell you get My Healthy Vet, which is a good program to download. You see a prescription. You can look up all your appointments, everything. Uh, and I went in there, scheduled it. These fools canceled it. Yeah, they're good for that. And I gave me a call. They're like, hey, we want to schedule your stuff. I was like, well, I already scheduled it. They're like, no, 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 no. We going to schedule it. I said, okay, well, I mean, Ooh. that's fine. Uh, I had wanted to do, you know, May uh, 24th. They're like, how does August 31st sound? Dang. I was like, um, well, I mean... <laughs> of 2023. For, for, for what? <laughs> They're like, for your check, you know, for your, uh, oh, your what you requested. I was like, dude, my, my hand might be gone by then. What are you talking about? And he's like, that's all the time we got. Ooh. Was that an in-person or a virtual? I said, why the hell would I sign up for a virtual count? Like, What? And they're like, yeah, all we got is August 31st. So that's, you good with that? I said, I, I guess so. If I want to use the now, luckily I have my own uh, health care. But I want to say, insurance cover, you being able to go to a civilian doctor? Uh, yes, but obviously you're going to pay out of pocket for what, you, what they want to see. But Well, can, can they make a referral? They don't have the time. No, they won't. They cannot make a referral until they see me. Right. That's what they formed. They said, hey, if you want a referral, we have to see you. And we can't even see you till August 31st. If I wanted to do a virtual one where I could get a referral, they still have to see me to make sure that yeah, for some like semantic stuff. And I'm like, dude, so I can't see nobody if I don't want to pay out of pocket until August 31st. Now, I can go to like a local hospital here, obviously. And like uh, my wife has like medical care through her like hospital. She works as a nurse. Thank God. Because otherwise I wouldn't be seeing nobody for the next year and a half. Over simple I, stuff. So, well, I mean, I, I, so, I mean, I'm, I'm sure all of our VA um, experiences are a little different. I think being here in Charleston, uh, like, like the VA that I go to is actually connected to the Naval Weapons Station, yeah. Charleston Naval mm-hmm. Weapons Station. And, and so if I tell them today I need to get in, I'll be in there tomorrow, the day after for anything. Um, Man. Yeah, but but once again, I'm also going to a facility that's on an active duty yep. base. Yeah, I go to the same you know, joint. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I've <laughs> I've never had an issue. And then if I do need to get a referral, I mean, it's it's quick. You know, they know what they can and can't do right off the get go. They understand, hey, we need to send this guy here or there. But once again, we we have a lot of facilities around here being being here in Charleston. So yeah, um, well, so I did reach out and ask them like because they have the thing where. If you are not close to a facility or a VA facility or the one that you are close to is like swamp, they'll try to do this outside the network thing, but it has to be yeah. approved. And gotcha. Uh, luckily, I, I, they did not approve me to do that. So. Yeah, it's on a referral basis. So, yeah, because the VA place that I go to is like five minutes from my house. They're like, ain't no reason you can't go there. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, I, I will put this out. There was an article um, called The Visible and Invisible Trends in Black Men's Health Pitfalls and Promises for Addressing Racial, Ethnic, and Gender Inequalities in Health. Uh, written by uh, Keanu Gilbert, Rashawn Ray, um, 
Shiva Shetty, Elizabeth Baker, Keith Elder, and Derek M. Griffin. Uh, Griffith, excuse me. It includes uh, all sorts of, I, w- I don't want to call them experiments, but studies that they did in it. Uh, and the abstract reads, over the past two decades, there have been growing interest in improving black men's health and the health disparities affecting them. Yet, the health of black men consistently ranks lowest across nearly all groups in the United States. Evidence yeah. on the health and social causes of morbidly and more, uh, more, yeah, morbidity and mortality among black men has been narrowing, concentrated on public health problems, either violence, uh, prostate cancer, HIV and AIDS, uh, as well as determinants of health. Uh, we're talking about education, uh, male gender socialization, you know, the bravado and all that uh, stuff uh, that might have to be dealt with. This limited focus omits age-specific leading causes of death and other social determinants uh, of health, such as discrimination, segregation, access, like we were just talking about, access to health care, employment, mm-hmm. and income. Uh, these review uh, discusses uh, the, the review discussed the leading causes for d- death of black men and the associated risk factors, as well as uh, identifies gaps in the literature and presents uh, a racialized and gendered f- framework to uh, guide efforts to address the persistent inequalities in health affecting black men. So we've already addressed or, or, or kind of talked about that one where we're talking about access and we've been privileged enough to kind of have access, uh, to healthcare. Um, but then even, even with that access, you have these other things that come into play like the, the education, that education. Okay. If you paid attention during one of the briefings that we received, uh, while we were in then, okay, you might've been somewhat educated, but a lot of it stems from, okay, how were you educated before? And what has experience done to educate you before? Uh, I think before we've talked about the Tuskegee experiments and stuff like that. Well, that can shape uh, your view of the hospital and clinics and everything like that. I mean, myself, my my heart gets to racing just walking into a hospital. Um, yeah, man, how big are you? <laughs> How about it? Ooh, you know what? I almost, I almost slipped hey, up and said something. My hey, bad. Look, I, that's just payback. That's just payback. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm, that almost happened. <laughs> Gosh. Ooh. Just you see how just boom, just almost fired it off. But yeah, it it those type things can influence what you're seeing, what you're feeling, whatever. Um some people don't associate getting better with a the hospital. They associate it with death. And that mm. kind of stems at least for me, it stems from knowing people that you know they went there and then they never came out not thinking or going a step further to say, oh, well, they hadn't been to the hospital in 20 years and now it was kind of too late. You know what I mean? Not yeah. not thinking it like that. You're just associating that place with death. Um, so w- with that, we're like I said, we tackled that one. But then w- what do you all say about that education part, that, that racial part? Um, when they were talking about, okay, their employment, the income, you were talking about having to pay out of pocket for this, that, and the third. So if you even went and now they, because of of what you're working with, you can't afford to even take a referral. 
Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think it depends. You ask people like, you know, during the Obama era, they would say Obamacare ruined uh healthcare system because a lot of the privatized doctors raised their co-pays to make money now. But uh, even then, like a lot of insurance companies or health insurance companies, they don't cover a lot of pre-existing stuff. Yeah. So say you were in a position where, you know, you were poor or at least below the poverty level and you, for some reason, didn't qualify for Medicaid and Medicare and you decided to get health health uh, coverage now, anything you had will not be covered. So it's like for a lot of people, I'm, I mean, is the cost worth the coverage? Because it's not going to matter, right? I mean, I think you still should go, but if you're in a position where you're able to get it, like a lot of, uh, I think Blue Shield, Blue Cross, whatever it's called, they uh, extended the uh, length of that children could be on their parents' coverage now, I think into their 20s before, like, you know, you had to get off at a certain time. But uh, it's, I mean, it's necessary. I, I can't tell you how many of my older family members don't know what's wrong with them besides how they feel they just go lay down and drink some ginger ale i'm like Nigga, you might sad. be dying those little sad like you that. like you you need to go get looked at but they just have a fear and i know personally my mother like she she has lupus and she has other issues that she deals with where i constantly have to tell her like you need to go see a doctor but they just don't want to do it they're like no because what if i hear any bad news i'm like you should hear it now instead of not hearing it and then you don't know what you're dealing with so uh, yeah i, I yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly. I I uh, I do want to add something to that, and I know somebody else probably does too. But I need to mention this. Doctor Brooks, aka Macaroni Tony, is in the building. Yeah, yeah, he is. Hello, Black America <laughs> <laughs> and Korean America as well. This dude, man, <laughs> like why, <laughs> why? Anyway, um, so we're talking about talking about that, and I and I do see that. So now it's 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 regard. We we don't want to say, hey, it's nothing to do with uh, their access to it. Uh, it's no, I mean it probably does. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It probably does. People like, just not low going. income people. Well, low income people do have less access to like, you know, better health care. Proper care. Just, care. Yeah. yeah, it's a and so, it's a slippery little slope, man. Not to cut you off, but I, I mean, I think about it like this. If if you already your if your income is already an issue, right? So now I, I get the referral. I'm gonna have to pay this ridiculous copay, but it's not just the copay. And I say ridiculous meaning in, in how it hits a person of low income, right? So not yeah. only not only am I scrounging to come up with this copay, but I just lost hours at my job. So it's not just costing me the simple copay, but now it's taking me I got a that extra cost of not going to work and not earning that money. Cause you know, that was, that used to be the thing called me out my job to come down here to deal with fill in the blank. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I think lower income families or at least, uh, yeah. Families in general deal with a different sort of reality than yeah, middle so, class. So they're not, class, go, right? they're not, they're not going because they don't have time to go. And now when they have time to go is because they sick at home. Right, it's too late. Yeah, yeah and no, then they've been sick at it, home it, for who it, knows it, how it's, long. It's one, and it's one extreme or the other. You're well or you're sick. Yeah. Um, you know, how am I sick enough to now miss this? No, I'm. I'm a little bit sick. I need to be more sick before I leave. <laughs> now it's too late. No, well, no I mean that, that's, that's, that's true. Exactly. That's exactly. 
Yeah, that's I mean, exactly what it is. It's like, oh, I can, I can take this. You know, I'm, I'm okay, but, but still, at the same time, just that preventative maintenance. Everybody can't just stop doing what they're doing, pay for stopping doing what they're doing, and go and get the help that's needed if they can even afford that help. Exactly. So now it's, um, yeah, it's, it's one extreme or the other. It's the same um, with anything else. It's the same with, the, with yeah. uh, folks with their houses, with their cars, and everything. We don't seem to duct tape bumpers. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not yeah. going to get this fixed until it falls off and I have to get another one. Yeah. Well, guess what? They're I'm doing the same thing. The and they're doing the yeah. same thing. We're doing the same thing with our bodies. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think I would and like I, to see a study shown, too, though, because I know during the uh, COVID pandemic, there was a study shown that, like, a lot of African Americans were not getting the vaccine, nor were they wearing uh, protective measures because I don't know if they were skeptical or what the issue was, but there was just a huge issue with compliance and so and it wasn't from like a conservative standpoint of like you know uh i'm sure it was similar you know because black folks can be very superstitious with certain stuff yeah, but it's a mix of things uh <laughs> right. do, I need, do i buy these rap snacks for these kids after the after school program Come or, on. or do i buy masks like i'm hey that's a possible well, okay. okay i don't know if it was more or less affording masks because most masks are free i think their issue was like historically as we've seen uh you talked about the skiggy stuff too uh a lot of issues amongst the black community when it comes to like healthcare and like again especially covid they're like is this is this going to kill us is are they trying to inject us with something that we don't know about is our injection going to be different than theirs i mean just be sure. real with it just be real with it I mean, there's a certain level of paranoia there that I try to ignore based off my own health and risk. But plus, being in the military, we got so many damn shots that I'm oh, sure yeah, I can't even yeah, oh It really God, doesn't matter at this I can, point. Look, I'll, survive, I'll survive anything at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, COVID. I do think there's some, uh, yeah, some, some questions that should be asked. Uh, it's preferably in the black community by black leaders, not by outside people. Uh, because, you know, those... Those questions would end up being skewed down the line, but yeah. But uh, even it, even but even then, that trust factor still isn't. It, it look, my my parents are a great example of this, man. They have medical care. They are my dad is a veteran. Um, it's it's available to them, but the trust isn't there. You know, the, the trust just isn't there. I mean, oh well, this this is available to me now. You know, being the vaccine or, you know, it's not. They they just stayed in their house for two years, basically. <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, I'm being real, man. They didn't trust yeah. anybody. You know, they didn't trust anyone. All, a whole bunch of misinformation comes out. And you know what? The older you are, the more you believe the news. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's just it's it's unfortunate. But there's so many people who deal with that. And of course, you know, how many of these people are leading their households and making everybody else in that household feel this way? Yeah, you're right. And it's being it's being spread. There were there were things that happened that that would make you kind of question uh sure. the, the on, uh, authenticity of the help that you're receiving um yeah. would you believe me if i said that the whole tuskegee thing happened in 1859 and that's why you'd be lying yeah yeah I yeah, yeah i would be lying it happened in 1932 mm. we ain't talking mm. that long ago so it's I, I'm not and I'm not making excuses for people. I I got the 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 vaccine and all that stuff. Um, so I'm not making excuses for people. But what I am saying is, if you can't even understand how that could sit there and bother people, 
and I'm not saying that anybody uh, on here is taking issue with or can't see an issue being taken with it. I'm saying when you look at a person and like, what is the big deal? Like, why are you resisting? Um, you gave me a reason to resist as much as we Tom Joyner cruising it and, uh, Royal Caribbean, this, that, and the third for the longest, when somebody was like, yeah, we got these ships that'll take you places. You didn't see us on it. Part of it was because of income, but the other part of it uh, was, um, I don't know about all this. Last time we got on a boat, you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's that. It takes, it takes a little while for people to heal. And we want we want it to be a snap of the finger type thing. Oh, stop playing! Just take this. We're not we're not gonna hurt you. Just take it. Yeah, okay. anthrax shot. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Uh, why why does he have so many post-it notes all over the place? Anthrax. Enough said. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember things. <laughs> That's why I got only post-its. Sheesh. Um, yeah. Healthcare. Who hasn't said anything about healthcare? Uh, Doctor Brooks, uh, PNJ. Uh, yeah, I'm calling people out. I hear drinks being made, but ain't nobody, t- nobody talking. Somebody pulling up. Yes, make me uh, too. That, that would, that would I'm still in, and I don't, I don't like going to uh, military doctors. I would prefer to refer me to someone. Yeah, why is that? It, I mean, it's just um from from. At least with the ones I deal with, like for instance, my aunt, but my flight doc was sitting there like, "Well, I don't know what's wrong with it. It's on the foot. Can't do nothing but refer you to a podiatrist." So why are you even looking at my foot then, dude? Hey, man, he might have toe footage. So. Well, hey, but you also got to remember, man. A lot of these guys, a lot of these guys, when they come in the military, you know, if you really look at it, it's like, okay, who's Who's actually doing the clinicals right now? Who's actually, you know, somewhat, you know, a foot of no pun intended job, of, of what's of what's going on? You know, I mean, that's, that's like that's like when uh, when I hurt myself, when, when I got hurt and I had a I had a lower back issue, it was an SI joint issue. How long did I go as an active duty member? And everybody's like, I don't know. I don't know. Negative, negative, negative. I'm out in the military for two years. A chiropractor looks at me. He tells me what's wrong in five minutes and fixes it. Mm, you know, exactly. and, and the fact and the fact is, is that you know the military doctors. One, a lot of them don't believe in chiropractors. There, there is no, there's no referral to a chiropractor. You know, coming out, coming, coming from a military doctor. Now they, they look at that as a like a as an alternative medicine. You know, yet they'll stand there and do, uh, they'll do acupuncture. You know, it's just, you know, it's, it comes down to what they believe, too. And you can't stand there and tell them how wrong they are because they don't care whether you think so or not. You're an airman or you're, you know, you're you're going to do what they tell you to do. Yeah, because that's the other that's the other part of it is at the end of the day, that doctor is still an officer and they still have goals and, and things to meet. They'd be like, the first thing they do is look up on a chart and be like, oh, you're red for this or you I can't. You can't fix your leg because you got a pizza test every week. Right. Or you're, or you're scheduled. Or I know that your AEF bucket is coming up. Not realizing, like, that, like that's all ridiculous. Like, you're not looking out for the health of, of the airmen. You know, you, you got something else in mind just so you can make sure everybody in some unit is green. Like that, check, that's, And check your boxes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous to me. You know what I mean? Like, for, for so long, I had 
I had knee problems and I kept trying to go just, just to get an MRI. And they're just like, oh, well, this is just natural age. I'm like, at the time, you know, I was 23 and then it was 25 and then it was 30 and then it was 35. And then by the time that I'm on my last duty station, the dude was like, you should have been running for the last five years because you have absolutely no cartilage left in either of your knees. Yeah, like just give me some robot legs. Cut these shits off, man. <laughs> you want you want them ro- the robot three thousand? Oh yeah, tank tank. It was all that pole dancing he was doing, son. Messed hey. his legs up, you yeah. know. All that twerking. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was gonna catch up with you. Oh man. But now that's that is the exact reason why we go to a civilian doctor because we do not want to have to, you know, especially as a retiree, you know what I'm saying? You last on the list like motherfucker every time you walk up in there, unless like you say, you you are, you know, lucky enough to, you know, go to a VA or whatever that's on a you know, that's on an active duty base. So you may be treated different, but you know, here we we live in basic training land. Ain't nobody trying to see us. You know what I mean? They're trying to keep them recruits coming. Yeah, so, yeah, man. I'm trying. I I just always felt like somebody was practicing. Like oh. anytime I go in anything, I'm oh like, yeah, for sure. This for this sure. lieutenant, this sure. this lieutenant is clearly you are straight out of med school and you don't know shit. You're practicing. <laughs> hey, real true. Hey, true story. Lisa and I, uh, for the listeners, that's my wife. Uh, <laughs> Lisa and I were in the waiting area of the hospital. She was pregnant. We we're going in to get a ultrasound. And they took they took quick vitals, and then they sent us back out in the waiting room, and we're waiting, and it seems like we are waiting forever. So me being me, I get up, and I'm starting to look, go walk down hallways and peek in to see if I can see where the doctor is. And I see him, and he's just standing there doing something. And I'm like, mm, okay, so I just, I just go back and sit down, right? He calls us back shortly after that. When we walk in, I look. And he got the book out for the ultrasound machine. Oh, and he no. had been yeah. there reading it, trying to no. figure this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this the whole, yeah. this what we've been sitting here for? And Yeah, uh, you could have you could have mm-hmm. done that. She, exactly. We sat there, he saw her that one time. We then we went to the little front desk and she got a different doctor. Uh-uh. Bro, you don't even know what you're doing. Good gracious. Mm-mm. Yeah. Can't do it. And that's what that's what we we dealing with. Uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a learning environment. I was like, okay, so you just gonna guinea guinea pig me? Hey, that, that's why it's free. That's why we don't pay for it while we in there because they experimenting on you. They trying to figure some shit out. Hey, look, it's like I, it's like barber college. <laughs> I was uh, all at my first duty, duty station. And so I had to go to the dentist, and, and I hadn't had adequate dental care my whole life. It was good enough. But, uh, so I had to have a lot of dental work done. And so the girl doing it had to be about 26. I shit you not. She is about a 26-year-old dentist. And if you know getting a DDS or whatever, she, that means she had to have just did the test. You know what I mean? So she gets the needle out to numb me up. And the needle no, no. abnormally large and she is jabbing that thing into my goddamn jaw, like the bone. Oh, 
it's hitting the bone. And I remember saying, is it supposed to do that? <laughs> you know, I was more out of the ghetto. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's where it's supposed to go. She's the only one to this day that's ever tried to, like, stick a needle through the bone of my jaw. My jaw be numb for, like, a week. Oh, I didn't know no better, though. That's so messed up. And the funny thing is, is neither did she. Is she is sitting there skewering you? Hey, but she signed. She got signed off on numbing. No doubt, she was good. See, it worked. She good. No, she, she got she passed it. What, what you don't know, after Man. a certain amount of pain, the body shuts off its pain receptors anyway. So she was testing that shit out. Opioids accepted. Do you hear a dinging noise? I keep hearing a dinging noise. Somebody playing pachinko. Is. I don't know no, somebody's ass is stripping <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> Getting no coin drop. <laughs> I don't even want to know what they doing, boy. They got the thing. <laughs> Dang, y'all crazy, man. Somebody out here getting paid. <laughs> I was just wondering. I don't know if it was just me. No, nah, I every heard it. Time, every, okay. every time, that's another $5. My <laughs> like, good gracious. What you doing? Because that thing, whoever it is, they've been making a little bit of change. <laughs> God dang. The slot machine is hitting. Slot machine, nah, man. Maybe. Somebody doing something strange. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now. Whoever that is got the room stanking, boy. <laughs> what they doing? <laughs> they out here. They Ooh, out here. Boy, they, 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 they were making some money. They were popping. They were popping. All right, so. Why they quit? Why they, why they quit? It just stopped. Because he was at work <laughs> doing that, John. <laughs> oh, man. He said one little quick comment about the hospital, and then he shut up and went back to making his money. Hey, you know what? We're going to have to check back and see and listen to it to see if when he was talking, you could hear it because something tells me when he was talking, you you couldn't you couldn't hear it, and then he went right back. First to of all, it. it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh, hold on. Look at him. he's self ID. He's self ID. Look at him. Why you get all defensive? <laughs> <laughs> nobody trying to stand in your way of making your little change, bro. We hey, we understand. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know. Well, who is doing it though? Who's out there? Y'all trying to out somebody? I don't know. We let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's guess who we think it is. I think it was Paul. I thought it was you. You thought you it was think it's... No, I I I thought it was Doctor Brooks with the ding. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you think I got the ding? You think okay. I got the ding? Son, he got the ding, son. <laughs> nah, that's not me. I think it's it's Dino. He the most <laughs> the noisiest. <laughs> He the noisy. He the most rude. God, for, hey, first of all, first of all, if I'm stripping, I'm gonna go ahead and admit that. <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. Because you gonna your pride no, won't. You won't tell you all hard times. Hey, hey, let me tell you, I gotta do something to stop working in the next five years. And if that's it, so be it. Coming to the stage, Black Stallion. Give it up, hey. ladies, Black Stallion. <laughs> hey. What, Rock Nation. Yeah, Rock Nation. <laughs> Coming to the stage, ladies. Rock Nation. Mm. Hey, calm down, fellas. Fellas, calm down. Yeah. Fellas in the back. <laughs> <laughs> fellas in the back got a little wild in the back. Yeah. All right. uh, I'm going to go ahead and need everybody to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Excuse me. 
That's his, that's his line when he come out. He said, I'm going to need everybody to relax. Well, I whip out this black stallion. <laughs> and then that's when the music. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm taking notes, brother. I'm like, hey, so what's the, what's the first song, though? Real talk. I don't know. You don't even know nah. what you're coming out to? Nah. I thought about it. Dog, that's so that's so predictable and lame, man. I know that's why he does it because he give them what they want. Nah, I'm coming out. Nah. I'm, I'm coming out to let the bodies hit the floor, son. <laughs> I'm a metal guy. Yo, <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor. I figured you play Bone Crusher. You came out there. Oh, you know what? Leave your no. Ooh, gosh, I be trying to hold myself back. That wasn't even a diss. I thought you know. Don't you like Bone hey, Crusher? Yeah, hey, you trying to be funny to though. Paul got them sneaky jabs. No. He, he think he was, he no, was trying to call me fat. He was trying to call me no, fat. No, I didn't say that. You didn't say he that. That's what you was trying to say. You bone, just the most aggressive, man. You bone crusher got titties. never scared. Yeah, bone crusher got titties. Hey. You know that? I wasn't staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. You teaching me something. Go ahead. Man. Oh, I think Dino coming out to Pharaoh Munch. Uh, I'm like, get the fuck out. Simon's dead. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, coming out to C.T. Fletcher. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Uh, like that, that genuine didn't have enough lyrics for me. He said, no, command me to grow. Pause. Let me hit you with a pause real quick. Man, y'all are putting way too much thought into this. Oh, man. See how, see, we are, we just be going left, man. Um, dang, we that far into the show. We ain't even talking about nothing. Hey, yeah, so, right? okay. no. So, when we're talking about health, though, real talk, we're talking about health, right? See, and he left. He was like, oh, that's nasty. And he left. Uh, but we ought to have to consider mental health. If we can't even yeah. go to the hospital to get a knee looked at, I mean, we we might be a lost cause for mental health. Real talk, and that's the issue. Uh, I, mean, I, I think that. Oh, go ahead. ahead. No, Doctor Briscoe, I've been talking. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, I think it was Vice News recently did an article, and the article was titled something along the lines of "Your favorite rappers." are now rapping about therapy. And so I feel like in the Black community, therapy is trending in a positive way where we are actually seeking help for some of our issues. And I know it's not necessarily the older generation's gig and the younger generations are coming kind of pre-installed with that. It's us that are kind of caught in the middle that are just now beginning to seek it. But if you get artists, you know, these artists are now approaching their early to mid thirties. And so they're able to reach people like us that listen to them and people that are teeny boppers that listen to them as well. And so it's happy. I have people very close to me that I encouraged to get therapy. And I told them some of the positive results that I received from it and they've been doing it. And they call me back and they tell me, thank you. Um, and even though that's just onesies and twosies, it starts to make a difference in how we behave, how we let our past define us. And, you know, looking backwards, is isn't always, it's good to evaluate, but it's also good to look forward, but you can't do that until you address what's going on. Yeah. And so 
I know. So from where I stand, I think the mental health thing is needed. It's necessary. But I also, in addition to firsthand experiencing it and watching other people experience the positive effects of getting therapy. And it's important to find somebody that matches for you. But I, I, I see us. And when I say us, I mean black Americans. I see us beginning a slow migration toward addressing mental health issues. Yeah, I think the article you were referring to was, and I don't know if you did say complex, but it is, uh, it is an article in Complex called "Your Favorite Artists Are Rapping About Therapy" by Jordan Rose, um, and it does talk about how Kendrick is talking about it, how Jay Z on uh, 444 and 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 other folks uh, are actually are actually talking about it. Drake and Churchill Downs is talking about it. I think that uh, I'll agree with you. There is a, a is a push um, for us to embrace looking inward as opposed to just kind of reacting to all the stuff that we have to react to on, on the outside of us and beyond us. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I will. Um, as far as what the OGs have done, why, why not ask an OG? Uh, P&J, did you want to uh, weigh in on this? Um, Got that drink, boy. That drink. Um, let me think about that. Yeah, yeah, I was I was distracted for a second there. I heard the, I heard the ice in the glass. <laughs> that's me. That, that, was, that was me. Oh, okay. That, I was, that, was that, like, that, hey, he's like, let yeah. me just get a sip uh, before well, I answer that. But no, go ahead, Dino. Well, you know, the the thing is, is and I think that we have a unique perspective, guys, because of what we've done in our careers. Um, you know, and not only that, but having the help that's uh, been presented to us uh, that's readily available anytime we need it. Um, you know, there's something that we talk about. I know when I was a kid, you know, hey, you're, you're not allowed to show weakness. You know, you're mm. not allowed to show fear. Yeah. You're not allowed to... All of these things had such a negative... Um, just a neg- shed a negative light on the individual. You know, the reality is, is, is every single person needs some type of help. We've all gone through some type of trauma, right? And then for a lot of us, that trauma stems from you know just just what our culture has gone through right so it's nothing for me i think when we think about um getting help we think about uh what it is to to truly seek help we always kind of throw in you know it's almost like we 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 just say it's medical hey if i call you you know so so take 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 dr brooks you know so i've known dr brooks longer than anybody else on here right and so if i say and i know he's been through something that i've been through so my getting help to me sometimes looks like a phone call yeah you know Mm -hmm. where i can where i can unload without fear of of judgment um without anybody questioning you know whether i am an able-bodied person or not right um everybody doesn't have that everybody doesn't have that um, you know, so whether we have access or not, sometimes it's letting out what's going on, you know, on our mind, those things that are bothering us, those things that, that make us feel a certain way is a type of therapy that a lot of, you know, black men, in my opinion, uh, just kind of steer away from because of ego. 
Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. Because of because of fear of looking weak. Mm-hmm. And the reality is it takes a strong person to say, I need help. You know, because at the end of the day, you, you know, I got to take care of my family. I've got to take care of my friends. I got to take care of myself. And and me, you know, looking like I'm some tough guy, that's not going to help anybody out. So, so when it comes down to it, man, therapy comes in so many different forms. It's not always just going... And, and talking to somebody who's going to give you some canned answers, sometimes it's going and finding that person or that group of people like this one and saying, hey, guys, I'm going through this. I need help. And, and it's OK. I'm going to come out better for it. We might all learn something about ourselves. Yeah. Two two things on that. It, um, so apparently 26.4 percent of black men between the ages of 18 and 44 have experienced daily feelings of anxiety or depression and have used mental health services. But that number is nearly doubled when we talk about non-Hispanic white men experiencing similar feelings. Um, I do see what what you're saying. Hey, just talking talking in a group, you know, uh, of people who have gone through similar things uh, is, is therapeutic. Um, and mm-hmm. how you could sit there and put that in the category of hey receiving receiving therapy, especially when a large portion of of therapy is talking through your issues, acknowledging your issues and talking through them, and this that and the third the acknowledgement part, hey, you were there uh if it wasn't with me, it was the time before, so I don't have to go into that acknowledging of stuff we already have an understanding of what that is here's how I'm dealing with it. Can you help me with that so yes, on that level, I totally. I totally get that. But if you take it out of out of our realm and let's just say you're dealing with that anxiety and that depression on a, a street level, you're dealing with poverty, you're walking through different uh, on different streets and you got to walk past this way because not to mess with the D-boys and everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. You it's almost like you can't. There's no time to really dive into that because you keep having to put on the tough guy facade to survive there's yeah. no there's no there's no break for me to even sit down and share with you my vulnerability because we have to get back out there and stay tough so not we're not taking advantage of you see what i'm saying so that's a, that's a weird yeah. kind of situation to be in so you can't even do the informal is what i'm saying there's no time to right. do that right right Henny got something to say i don't Oh, okay, I think I guess we did a good job. That's how you know. So we had a check. That's the thermostat right there. We good. We good. No, I mean, everything that y'all are saying is. I mean, it's it's pretty much on point. I will say that. Um, you know, I do use y'all. You know, as an outlet. You know, you know, for our weekly chats or even throughout the week or whatever. Um, but even my wife, like, she was telling me that. You know that it is okay to, to, you know, get therapy and things of that nature. And that I, I probably need to go, need to go talk to somebody. I don't, I don't know how y'all, how y'all do. I may have, because I stepped out for a second, but. Um, <laughs> don't talk to us yeah. no more. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, 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 I do the same thing. I do the same thing, but I have started, especially now being, being out, uh, yeah, g- going more to uh, the PTSD chat groups. Um, yeah, you know, at- actually, at the on the Navy Nova side, I go to a Is psychologist. I go to a psychiatrist. Honestly, it 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 does. 
um, because there, I mean, just just like y'all, there have been some things that I mean, you get stuff got a little sticky. Like, ooh, ooh you know, I'm I'm just yeah. supposed to be doing camera stuff. How, how I'm yeah. this, this deep in it, you know? Um, and yeah, while while your spouse is an outlet or should be an outlet for me, I get hung up on like there's some stuff that has happened that I have never even told her. Um, yeah, and I I didn't yeah. I didn't tell her initially because knowing I had to go back out, I didn't yeah. want there to be that worry. I mean, like still even to this day, there's some missions that that we went on that were were crazy. Like you don't go on a mission and the person that you go on the mission with gets a purple heart and and <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? This is like okay. Yeah. So if y'all went on the mission and he got a purple heart out of it, huh? How sticky was the situation? So, and and you don't even talk about that. And I guess part of that is my own hang up where uh, kind of like what you were saying, Dino, as far as you don't want you to be looked at differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you don't want people to think that you can't handle a certain thing, that you're not a full person. You know what I mean? Um, I think, I think at least it's different. I think at least for me, um, I think you you kind of hit that. It, it, I don't think it necessarily had to do with. I don't want other people to think that I can't handle it. I think it was more along the lines of, I think I can handle it. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. But then you realize we do that because we're not handling it. You know. <laughs> you know. What well, yeah. Like I, I think I can well, handle well, you that now. You know, but you know, but you really don't. You don't realize any of this stuff until yeah, until it's time years. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully even is like in a leadership position. I have to worry about everyone else's yep. mental health yeah. and make sure it's good to go and everything like that. Yep. To the point where there's times when I'm like, "Damn, no one seems to question about mine though." And then if I yep. if I do seek it on my own, then I become you know what I'm saying like I am weak at at that point. Or I'm well, weak your weak your, ability, your ability to lead is then questioned. This <laughs> is like what? yeah. Like, yeah. right, like, right. How can I, you know, what I'm saying, like, I just there's been a lot of times lately, and I talked to a few of you guys on a on a more consistent basis with it, where I'm like, y'all know if I'm maintaining this correctly, guys, and then, you know, you correctly tell me I'm being a little punk sometimes, <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, it, it's just hard, like, <laughs> it's just hard at times, you know, like, because there are times where I'm like, you know, I gotta check, make sure this airman's good, this NCO's good, this. This person's good, this good, but ain't no one ever back checking on me. And then yeah. do yeah. I check myself enough to mm -hmm. where if I do get help or feel that when I get help, people question my capability to even be in charge of, of a shop of people. Well, but every, everybody always thinks the guy up top is, is perfect. I mean, and I'm not not saying that as a joke. You know, everybody thinks that, that guy up top has. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You know, if, if you if you got a roof on on your house, then then clearly you don't have issues, and and that's not the truth. I mean, we've we've seen that we've seen suicides from master sergeants in in our career field. We've, we've seen, seen them from chiefs in our career yeah. field, huh? I said we've seen them from chiefs in our career field. From, yeah. from chiefs in yeah. our career field yeah. for sure. You know, because no nobody, hey, they they're clearly good to go. They got everything they want. You know, I see that a lot with with a lot of my clients. You know, these guys are. 
are very well off, very well to do, and nobody thinks that they have anything wrong. The reality is they're just as broken as anybody else. You know, and, and, and money is not the, it is, isn't the fix. No. You know, so it's, um, you know, I, I, I this conversation is great because what we do, and maybe we don't understand it, but these weekly calls is kind of like a buddy check. You know, how y'all doing? You know, we, we're good. We're good. I, I think that we can kind of create that culture. You know, and and hopefully those who are listening, they it spreads. You know, somebody else is here. Oh, these guys, they get on and they do a buddy check. You know, you check in with each other. Nice. I'm okay. I'm I'm good. And next thing you know, they're doing that with their friends. And you you got to kind of build that culture to say it's okay, man. Hey, I'm not good today. And and the reality is, is like when I go in the mornings in, into my into my personal training business, everybody's like, "How are you doing?" One day I just wasn't feeling great, and it shocked them when I was like, "You know what?" I'm not feeling too great today. It was like a shock. It was, it was like a yeah, it, it was, used to people just saying I'm good. You know what I mean? Like to, yeah. yeah. And and we tell people, look, man, you know, you, as as trainers, you know, we kind of take on, I'll just use this as an example, you know, because we sure I'm there to, to physically train people, but we talk about a lot of things. We talk about what's going on in people's personal lives. So we end up shouldering you know, some of what's going on. And yeah, it, sure, is it really my problem? All right, you know what? I'm going to listen to it. And if you care about your clients, and yeah, it is. But mm-hmm. you know what? How much are you going to shoulder before you break? So when yeah. I tell I tell these younger trainers, like, look, I'm, I'm asking you how you're doing. Hey, don't, don't just give me the, you know, the, uh, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. If you're not good, then you need to say something so we can we can talk about it. We can get you help you know, we, we can be there for you, you know, and, and I had to remember that too, because I was really good. Oh man, I'm straight. Can't complain. You know, yeah. that's bullshit, man. Yeah. I actually can't complain today. Now, I'm just... As a black dude, not to cut you off, but as a black guy, uh, mm-hmm. a father, a husband, um, and you have to deal with whatever uh, is, is that you're dealing with mentally uh, mm-hmm. and, and maybe even physically, do you find yourself coming to a, a feeling of well, 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 damn, like how Cleveland was saying, folks aren't checking in on him. Do mm-hmm. Do you find yourself in a position where it uh, really doesn't matter how you're feeling because you have to keep going? You no, of all people I, have to keep providing. I, I'm I'm lucky enough to have the kind of support, and and everybody's not like this man, and this isn't. You know, no brag. I, this is just my life. I'm fortunate enough to have a wife who, you know, is a is a veteran as well, who understands a lot of things that a lot of my friends won't understand. You know, a lot of things I won't burden my my family, my parents with. You know, and I can talk to her about it. I, I it it doesn't it it's not taken my what I'm going through isn't taken for granted by her, and and I'm finding that I I need to know that. You know, it helps me one open up when I need to. It helps me go get help when I need to because I also got to understand that this affects her, this affects the kids. You know, this affects everybody that I'm involved with on a day to day, and we mm-hmm. try so hard to to put in. You know, just kind of shelf it because we're, we're 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 so tough. You know, we we can handle it. Uh, we can handle that, and that's not true, man. After a while, it's, I don't care who you are. It's going to break you down. You think you're strong. Man, look, de- depression is stronger than any of us. Depression is stronger than any of us. Eventually, it will break you. So you you have to go and, and, and say, you know, get it off your chest 
early, you know, address it so you can, you can, you know, I, I, I don't believe that there's PTSD. A lot of the things I've been through, there's no fixing it, but I got to learn how to coexist with it. I'm always mm. going to have these thoughts. I'm always going to have these memories. I'm always going to have these feelings. There is no way to fix it. I think we think that, oh, it just has to be fixed. Uh, that's not true because it'll never happen. But I do have to learn how to coexist with it. Right. So, so I've got, I'm lucky enough to have a support system. So me now, I personally don't feel like I have to hold this, you know, hold, hold, hold this, this look, you know, carry the whole burden. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Anybody else? The doors of the, no. Got that glass. I got to refresh my, refresh my train. Made me spill my yak. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> I know somebody better not be uh got no no glasses jingling uh since you had work and everything, bro. <laughs> like getting a little too comfortable. Hey, hey, let me let me tell y'all, man. I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and share this. All right. So I used to have, and I won't say who it is. I I had a I was an element leader. I was an element leader, and I had a. I had a, another element leader we used to, you know, share an office. And uh, this Toddy. person, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the tots, boy. Put the tots nah, up too. Man. Man, man, why you going to use names, bro? No, you could nah. have said the tots. Nah. Nah, nah, okay. That's not who I'm talking about. But every morning, that, every morning, there was coffee and there was Jack Daniels. Every morning. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was hilarious. Like, oh, I got to get to a staff meeting. Hold on. Let me get my coffee. <laughs> <sighs> Does the body Ooh. good. All right. Um, I think we... Tadi Ishii. <laughs> he was so wrong for that. That's how I said, God, yeah. damn, he put straight <laughs> governments out here, dog. They nobody hey, safe. On, Don't nobody know the man's first name, but... On, ro- on roller skates. All we know, yeah, what's your first name, Sergeant? <laughs> exactly. But there, there, was another, there was another sergeant who was like, hey, uh, hey, Sergeant D, you know, come to my office, you know, for a minute. I'm like, this is odd. Like, my man called me down, you know, called me while I was downstairs in my office, you know, and he talked to you for a minute. I was like, all right, cool. So I journey upstairs to the flights and um, I go in his office and he closes the door. And I was like, well, what's wrong, man? like nothing uh i just needed somebody to you know take a shot of this caribbean rum that i got you know that's a setup <laughs> yeah man i'm looking for cameras you know i was like yeah i'm i'm, I'm good on that man you know so I, I still got some some work to take care of you know during the day but um he didn't take a shot he ended up like pouring that shit in a in a red solo cup, like half in that bitch, and took it to the face, and then um, <laughs> went about his business. Wow. I said, okay, well, oh, hey, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not gonna use a name. I'm not gonna use a name, but that wasn't a old school chief that drove a Mercedes that was too small for him to have a thing for <laughs> golf, was it? God damn! <laughs> oh wow! Oh yeah! Now that cool. you think about that. <laughs> A, you know who I'm talking not about. Think about it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Big, tall dude, little Mercedes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. There it is. Well, damn. Well, 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 well
This is a good discussion. This is a good discussion, man. We we need to we need to keep harping on that, man. Go get the help that's needed. It's okay to say I need help. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that that old uh, the glove with the mm-hmm, digging in, in parts. I'm I'm a little afraid, bro. Yeah, checking your booty and all that, man. Ain't, hey, man, look, sorry. look, look. Hey, let's let's what be real, man. Chad, Chadwick, Bose, hey, Chad, Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick right? One of one of our, mm. you know, our generationally talented actors. Yeah, man. You know, and, and let me tell you, man. We 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 fear it. We think we don't want to know, but let's be real, man. Go go get checked out because your your family got one of you. This isn't this isn't really about you anymore. This is about making sure that you're around for them. Hey, you know what? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go and get checked. Hey, real talk. You know what I'm saying? Just, I'll give you my word. Word is bond. I'll I'll go if Henny go get his feet done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if he go you and, look, and you got to look and you got to go on Instagram live and like show him getting a little bit. You oh, know, yeah. I'll do it. I, but I mean, then I'll go to the I'll go get checked. First of all, you getting your butt check has <laughs> way. <laughs> Bigger implications than my feet getting. Right. But it's it's all yeah. part of it's all part of sharing, my dude. Like like you don't have no problem with you know getting your booty hole dug in, right? It's upsetting me in my home, girl, because we feel like, well, damn, if you can't go to bed on no chase, what the hell could you go? You know, pause. Uh, but where the hell could you go, goddamn? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like like you don't see no big deal about it, and part of that is because, bro, you ain't as old as us, so. You got a you got a couple years, so you like mm, go ahead, get it done. You see what I mean, I'm saying? So the inevitable is is coming. I know. I know. When you get our age wise, you are gonna be like, hey, uh, and, uh, and, hey, look, if it were my look, asshole, look, look, and I'm saying I'm I'm even talking to Pistol. And Pistol's young, but but let me tell you guys, look, hey, what what we don't want, what we don't want is one of these days we have this call and somebody on here can't be there because they're gone. Yeah. Because they're gone. Hey, who ain't you know, who not, hasn't had it had it had it done? Like, who I have not, I have I not had I'm the only one. I had it. Oh, okay. No, I have not. Have had what done? These no. You you check. You're in the colon. Get your colon checked, man. You get that every week though. The thumb. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! What? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> How often are you getting this done, uh, I've never done it. I don't. You sound like you did it the most. Have, you, have you done it? <laughs> Yo, have you? No, I, I did my own. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. You are not allowed. That's but, but, but nasty. I wasn't going out like that, dog. Mm. What we got? P&J. But Aries, unless unless you you have show some show some type of symptom, are you too young to just be? Schedule for a colonoscopy. They say yeah. they, but they yeah. always had those little memes and stuff with, with uh, what is it? If you remember this, then you need to go get checked, and it'd be like a cassette or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I remember cassettes, like like forty five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. For, at forty five, you should get checked. These little kids are scheduling colonoscopies right now. They out of control. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they call colonoscopies. Yeah, there's a by doctors. Nah, that's the wrong tool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh my god! I need to see the paperwork. Same subject. 
<laughs> Say what? I said if you don't go to the next subject, what <laughs> <laughs> <one> whole? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm just like, okay, I'll go. I'm scared. I ain't gonna lie. I'm just being being vulnerable with y'all. Uh oh, boy. Uh, do you want to take this one since it was in your since it's in your neighborhood, Pistol? Oh, uh, the restaurant. Oh my yeah. gosh! This he was, was there. <laughs> he was in the back cooking. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't I say saw that. them honey barbecue garlic wings. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah. Them joints anyway, you, the, you put in the chat room. That was I at po- the restaurant. Look, I posted a video in the uh, oh, the chat, man. right? And it's about this uh, oyster bar. It's not an oyster bar. It's like an American food type place. But it's. Man. I looked it up. It is 20 minutes from where I live at. I ain't never going. <sighs> Unless I'm burning that motherfucker down. We need down. you to go in there. Go live no, on you do Instagram. Not, you go see me uh, having a whole bunch of issues. Um, but the decor of the place obviously is reminiscent of some deep, deep South stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen it, the menu had a picture of uh, a Klansman oh, uh, using two black men who were being hanged as a hammock. Yeah. Uh, they had a picture of like Obama and Hillary Clinton and stuff like that. And uh, that a picture of the Confederate flag that a picture that said like black cows matter. Um, just a whole bunch of egregious uh, racial stuff that uh, you would think would not be allowed, but I am reminded that this is the South and this is Georgia. And so it's not as common as you would think, but again, when you live where I live at a little bit further away from Atlanta, in the more metro area, you get people that are allowed to just kind of live in their little echo chambers. Where they they're, being, they're, trying, like they're just being themselves. So I did look up because so that video is a little bit older, but the restaurant is still open. Uh, if you if you look it up, uh, they do have some pretty bad reviews about <laughs> food. So which makes me believe if the food is nasty, then people ain't going there for food, uh-uh. right? the drinks and the great conversations. Right, they're going there for a place <laughs> to feel comfortable. And so, uh, it's it's tragic. Uh, I wish it didn't exist, but you know I'm not ignorant to the fact that that's how people get down sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. I I never seen a place like that. I I've I've heard of it existing, but I just never seen one. Uh, they've got like another like I looked it up. It's supposed to be like a KKK kind of lodge kind of thing here too. Not in directly where I'm at, but in the surrounding areas. So, cats out here, man. Just they don't. Care. Why did you move here again? Huh? I said, why did you move there again? Well, so my family is in, in Georgia. They live in Marietta, Kennesaw area. So uh, the issue I had was when I was trying to find a house, they didn't really have what I was looking for, which was land, space. I didn't want to be like in my neighbor's ass when yeah. it comes to like space and stuff like that. Granted, most things, you know, something's too good to be true. Uh, it comes with a cost. Somebody say pause. No. You said uh, okay. you Want to be in your neighbor's ass? Pause. <laughs> okay, I thought I heard it. The pause, you know, sensing it off. Uh, weird. Got you with it. So you know, and I would say, luckily, because I do mean luckily, my neighbors are not, to my knowledge, are not those type of people. To uh, your knowledge, and I, I don't say that to, do you have to do that. I don't know. You know, no one comes out and say, "Hey, nigger." You know, nobody says that. So. <laughs> This is my niggly neighbor. Uh, no, it's not happening. We'll go to that restaurant. Oh, you no. forgot one of the signs too. One of the signs that uh, they have posted is a sign that Michael says, Jackson. "Is Michael Jackson 
not guilty because he's a nigger or money. And that's what the sign the sign says it. And notice I didn't say notice I didn't say N word. Michael Jackson? They talking about right. Michael Jackson. That's a lot of hatred. Was yeah, it I, even, I know it was really Michael Jackson was a white woman. <laughs> anyway, uh so clearly racists are uh, we all agree idiots and uh, not very intelligent. So of course they would put stuff like that. But it's unfortunate because uh that shit would never exist anywhere near Atlanta. Uh oh, not only would that shit be burned down, I, uh they find everybody in that place. Pretty much and it's not even Oh yeah, but it's you can't, terrible. Yeah. That menu when I saw that menu, that's just oh gosh. Yeah. It was all unseasoned, most likely. So I, <laughs> I wouldn't even go there to even try the food, right? There ain't no diner's door to that shit. It's what, just it's oh, but it's man. unfortunate. What movie what I saw something. What movie was that? It was a show where the um the guy had called it was a little boy and he thought that his mom thought that he called social services. The teacher ended up was the one who called social services. I think it was ATL. Yeah, it was an episode of ATL. And he, I haven't seen the new season. Uh, and he goes to uh, to a foster family, and they doing the whole microwave chicken thing. Oh, Atlanta. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that was so nasty. That was nasty. I don't even know why that came to mind. You know what? Cocaine is a hell of a joke. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, I mean, as, as anyone else heard it, stuff like that, I get it. Like, the further north you go, I'm sure it's not as prevalent. But what do you mean is in regards to... Oh, it depends on where you are. Well, like a restaurant that is specifically decorated and arcaded not like and that, that sort of stuff. Uh, not like, not, not oh, like that. Man, like, no, I remember not. when I was, I was at Scott Air Force Base, I was an airman. And I remember there's a spot. I don't know if you guys ever been to Scott Air Force Base. Belleville, mm-hmm. Illinois. Y'all know anything about Belleville, Illinois? No. Nah. Okay, so Belleville, Illinois consistently made 2020's top 10 most racist cities in the country. God damn. damn really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top 10, bro. It, look, Congratulations, it, Belleville. It, here's the thing. <laughs> it, it, it sat right next to East St. Louis. Right, East St. Louis was predominantly black, you know, black when they is. started when they pulled well when they pulled out all the all of the uh, industry there, you know, the jobs were gone, you know, drugs set in, all these it's just room. Belleville, Illinois somehow thrived, somehow thrived. Anyway, we went to this restaurant in Belleville, Illinois. It was a, a group a group of airmen, two of us, two black men we walk in there and they did not serve us. They would not really? serve us. And they would straight up say it. We don't serve you. I mean, they was they was very blank now. This was in the nineties. So we go back, you know, we we go and we talk to um, you know, our JAG office. We're like, hey, look, this happened at this blackballed the place. They they the base blackballed. The fact is most of their business was from the base. That's crazy. From the base. But the base blackballed them, they had to go out of business within two weeks because they just they couldn't make it anymore. But yeah, man, that dude, that, that happens, man. Wow. Yeah, that's just like uh, when my wife and I were were dating, and she was actually here in Texas, but she was moving up to Fort Meade. Um, we took a little road trip, and on the way, we had to go through Tennessee. So mm-hmm. we went through, like, we went to go stop for gas or whatever, and. She saw like a crystals or something. She was like, you know, I haven't had crystals in a long time. Let's go get some crystals. And I was like, ah, okay, whatever. <laughs> so boom. So we pull up into the crystals. 
and the crazy thing was, was when we pulled up in there, right next to us was a minivan and there was uh, a father and a son that were sitting outside in minivan. Both of them were black. So we get out the, at the car and he kind of mumbled some shit like, I hope y'all ain't going up in there. And I was like, what? You know, and he kind of just shook it off and he was like, nothing. I was like, uh, okay. So, you know, we, you know, I didn't question him anymore. We walked up in there, we get in the line and we're sitting there waiting, waiting to order. And then as I'm waiting in the line, the door opens and a dude walks in and he had a, a full out Confederate outfit on. So, yeah, so he, in the first, in the first person, is me. <laughs> and his son, and his son is pulling on his arm and he's like, no, dad, don't, 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 dad. And I was like, what the fuck? And this whole time I'm telling Maurice, I was like, this place is racist as fuck. Meanwhile, while this interaction with me and this dude is going on, she's standing at the menu trying to think about what burger she about to get. Like do you see this shit? Like the father and the son like turned around, they walked back out because I guess the son convinced them not to fucking lynch me in the damn restaurant or whatever the hell. So I'm looking at her, I'm like, look, we need to get the hell up out of here. She's like, oh, it's okay. She's like super oblivious to all this shit's going on. She gets her little feathers and shit. She gets her little feathers. Hey, don't crystals go hard, <laughs> No, fuck that. You almost got a cat nigga burger. <laughs> so, oh, God. Uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't so do it. we go over to the table, right? And there's like a, um, I don't know what it is. Like a, It's like a poster, you know, from some type of a... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Y'all eating in there? She, she didn't believe <laughs> that this shit was going on. So I'm like watching over my shoulder like while we're sitting in this restaurant. So like I could see the parking lot. We get over to the little table where she was, at, where we was at. And I'm telling the whole time, like we need to get the hell out of here. It's raised. So then there's a poster on the wall and it was like for a, some some sort of play that is happening in the town. Yeah. On the motherfucking poster, there's like all these picking and with these big ass red lips. What? I was the show though. Did y'all go? <laughs> 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 really? Probably if y'all eat at the racist crystals. Y'all might, yeah, as, well sure. hey, on, might as well go to the show, man. I mean, we should. We should. <laughs> at, at, with a K for no reason, by the way. Oh. At that point, it was like, oh shit, like we gotta go. Like, I was like, how did you not? How did you not see this? And, it, and then even we went the same time, like it was crazy. Even when we went to go get gas, and I was trying because this happened before when I'm trying to go get gas. We pulled up, and I don't know if it, it wasn't like no full service gas station, but everybody's getting their gas, and these it's all white folks, they all getting their gas. We pull up, and the gas station attendant felt the need to come outside, and he was like, So, what brings you to the area? Gas. Like, <laughs> gas. Here, gas. But this is before we went to Crystal, so I'm just like, Yo, she, like, the place is wild. So, was that. And then the crystals, and then like we were the only black people within, I feel like two hundred, you know, miles, except for the, the black dude in the sun that was sitting out there. In the, yo, it was like get out, yo, like it was the, it, it was crazy. Yeah, they was telling you to get out. Right? Yeah, they were telling us get get the fuck out of there. Like it was, after that, I was like, I, I've never, 
never seen it up close like that. Of course, like when you're in Charleston, you see hints of it. Yeah. You know, you see the Confederate flag every once in a while or somebody saying something ignorant, but like just the fact that seeing, you know, posters with motherfucking pickaninnies and like the homes in the, the Confederate outfit, like that was just, that's the mind blowing shit to think that people still live and operate, you know, that way. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that we, we sat there and ate that, but I mean, that's <laughs> I'm glad you I'm didn't go to that play though. Somebody out, man. That you know, you know who went to go see that play? Your boy with the Confederate gear. He was right up in there. If you had gone, he was up probably in, there, in it. Yeah, if you had gone up in there, it would have been on. He's like, I would have you, but I got to show I can't believe he had the nerve to come up in here. Hell yeah, fuck it, on site. If I see him on site. That's West Virginia for me. I don't go there. I would drive around West Virginia if I had to. That that begs the question of whether or not the uh was it the Green Book or whatever, if that needs to be reestablished. I mean we got guns now, so it don't really matter. Okay. That, what that uh, mean? That mean they gonna I mean, I'm a, push, I'm a shooter about it. That's a, put three clips in say, honestly, I've had to stop in some questionable places and I turn and burn. I get in there, I get my gas, I get the hell out of there so fast. Yeah, I ain't got yeah. time for that. Idaho, Idaho got some really uh, questionable places. So, I don't know about Idaho, but I'm going to tell you right now, if they have a Piggly Wiggly, you might want to put your foot on the gas. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. If you're going to throwing through that place and they got a Piggly Wiggly, you might want to keep it moving. Or IGA. Yeah. Keep it moving. Speaking of keeping things moving, barbecue y'all we were talking we talk about the restaurant the racist one but let's talk about this where is the best place to get barbecue either where you are right now or the best barbecue that you have had period kansas city hands down what's the name of the spot gates barbecue i know so gates is kind of like a a chain but the barbecue's still good but there's a, a bunch of spots in kansas city where you roll up you're like let me get some brisket or some burnt ends they give you that shit in a brown paper bag a, a slice of bread, and that's it. And that's what you eat. That's what's up. That's good. That's good. A place I kind of ran up on here recently is uh, Swig and Swan. Man, it was tasty. No. It yeah, it's, it's not the not best. Horrible. The best, the, yeah, the for, spot for that here, I'm... For here in Charleston, they're, they're pretty good. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a Charleston. spot in Hollywood that. that's that's nice. Hollywood is straight, but you're going to drive all the way out to Hollywood? I mean, what's that place that's downtown, the uh, barbecue place? I, I I I used to hate that place. I I forgot about it now, but uh, it's right downtown, Charles. You hated it, what? But you right on, yeah. right on Hugie? I think so. It's it's people love yeah. it, but no, it's um. I know I, the, the owner. His name's Ty. Um, it'll come back to me in a second. <laughs> Y'all be putting people out here, boy. <laughs> no, no, Lewis Barbecue. I can't. What is it? Oh, okay, Lewis Barbecue. That shit. No, no, it's not good. yeah, I wasn't thinking Lewis. Ronnie Scott's is good, but I can't eat Lewis barbecue. What is going on with Lewis barbecue, man? Like you're not gonna let us. Man, I would have been there. Oh, no, I would have been there. And, okay, oh, home, home team is good to you. Home team is yeah, good. Uh, I went up to Lewis barbecue. It was like, and I'm not saying the people that work there should tell you how good the food is, but if I don't see you no know, heavy set black dude that can't breathe, or I'm not seeing like at least somebody that's eating the food there, mm. I'm not. And so I walked in, right? I was like, well, okay, let me get the the pulled pork sandwich. And then I asked, okay, I'll try some coleslaw. That shit had like kimchi and shit in it. I was like, I'm nah. This, 
the pulled pork was dry and shit. I was like, I'm not eating this shit no more. But people love it. They're like, it's such a a, a nice fusion. I'm like, I don't want my barbecue fusion. I, nah, I just want don't do fusion. Nah, I just go to cookout and get me a barbecue sandwich. Keep it moving. Yeah. Cookout. Hey, hey. Uh, I think Henny Love can speak to this one. I know Rudy's down in Texas be killing it. Is yeah, it Rudy? Rudy's. Yeah, Rudy's yeah. down in Texas be murdering it. Yeah, it's not bad at all, man. Um, cause San Antonio in general is trash when it comes to barbecue. Um, but there is, there's a place that's out here, and I, and I think they may be from like Kansas City or some shit like that. But it's called B Daddy's. Kansas City can't cook shit. And that's hey, funny thing is, look, is, is Rudy is Rudy's a barbecue joint or is it a gas station? God. Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy's is a barbecue joint. Barbecue no, good. no, Rudy's is good, man. Rudy's is actually really good. As long as you don't go to Maurice's. <laughs> what? In Columbia. Don't go to oh, Maurice's. Oh, yeah. Y'all they raised to... hell. <laughs> Y'all went to Maurice's? No, I did. I said just don't go to Maurice's. Yeah. We almost went in there one time. Oh, you um, you wouldn't have came out. They'd have got you. They almost got you. That's the one that got the big pig on the billboard. It used yeah, to be man. a gigantic ass Confederate flag. Oh, Jeez. and they did not want any of us in there. And, and you know, and you know, his name's not Maurice. Come on, oh, he's gonna be coming to Maurice. <laughs> That's, I was like, what? Hey, Maurice. That was the dude that it's, used to work in the in the big house hard. kitchen. <laughs> That's what they did. That that's what they called it. That because it's his recipe. After they got the recipe, they beat him to death. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh mo. Yeah, that's what they. I, call see, it. I see. Uh, old pistol posted a, a photo in the um. <laughs> in the talking about the wings. With the no. No, the, I'm talking about the Lewis barbecue. Oh, he just did this. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that from? That's from Lewis. That's a big ass plate, man. That looks God, like God dang. That look hey, bro, that don't look bad. Farm plates. Look at that. See that top left? That's mac and cheese. I ain't never seen no Whoa. mac and cheese like that. What? Mm. That's questionable. Uh, hey, so what is the junk? I see the pickles with the uh I mean the pickles and the pickled onions and all that. I see that. But what's to the left of that? Is that supposed to be potato salad? Yeah. See, you miss miss me with it. All right, I'm done. I just put it down. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't eat potato salad anyway, so I'm straight. I mean, even, I would, not even pink potato salad, man. No, I don't do. I just don't do potato salad at all, man. I feel like <sighs> mayonnaise or whatever the fuck don't go on. It don't go on none of that, man. It don't go on macaroni. It don't go on potatoes. I'm straight. Dang. Wow. I'm good. Gucci. Ass like Steve Nash, sir. Wow. Okay. So you like you like black black. You like okay. Yeah, so you you allergic <laughs> to to mayonnaise and you one of them. <laughs> got, got you. Okay. Oh, ultra black. So I call Dang, him hit boy. My bad. Any any love from buff from up above, aka ultra. God. <laughs> Dang. He said, I don't fuck with that white shit. Shit. <laughs> Always with a poofy on. Always got the poofy. God, oh militant. Is there man. man is in this my brother? Ultra. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, AKA I, plus. I, I, God dang. That's bean a, pie, my brother. Bean pie? Hell yeah, no doubt. Final call. Give me the egg. Give me a, a final call, too. Why you at it? Uh, <laughs> God, Lee. 
right, so barbecue. That was that was the last topic. Um. So there's that. I didn't even you know. No, we missing one. Hit them, hit them with the what? We missing? we missing the child discipline, see? Oh my! Oh, we ain't even get into that. Beat your kids. Look, man, whip that kid's ass. Oh man, hold up! I gotta stop the presses. Nobody. Stop. You want to put that to the after? Thing? We gotta, we gotta hit this. Jo- hey, if y'all want to, we can. Yeah, you might as well. It's almost, it's almost ten, man. Ten? It's almost, it's almost ten. It's, it's it is. Boy, yeah. we popping, we popping, and we popping. All right, then. With that said, we're gonna make it. We're gonna go ahead and make moves. Make sure you checking out uh, YouTube because we got the uh, all that is faded that goes on there. Uh, there was an episode that we had to pull back down. There was some information in it that was uh, I ain't gonna say it was bogus because it was all real. Uh, but we will be reposting that one. That was an episode of Faded with Be the Savage. So that is gonna be getting posted back up there. But make sure you're checking all that stuff out. I've said it before. I said it in the promo with the show. Make sure you hit up Drinking Partners. You know, yeah, love, life, and liquor. They got a new episode that dropped. Uh, yeah, that dropped today. Well, mm-hmm. it dropped on Sunday. Yeah. So, so there's that. Dropped on Sunday. Y'all need to go ahead and check that out. Check out Mucro Media. Check out what's that strong arm steady? What you got, Dino? What's what's the spot you be working on? It <laughs> strong, <laughs> strong arm steady. What's what? The, what's it called? Oblivious. What you what you be working at? <laughs> oh, ethos. Ethos. Oh. I knew that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah ethos, oh. ethos, strong arm, steady. steady. Same thing. <laughs> that's some old people be saying some stuff. It don't even match. They be like, "Yep, same thing." I'm like, what? No, like, no strong, strong arm, steady is a strong arm, steady is a rap. Yo, group. strong arm, steady is the is a beast, boy. Yeah, beasties. Yeah. 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 Check out that uh, trucking company. Out there on the West Coast. Also, check out the Buffalo Soldiers of Washington. What's the little trucking company you got there, Pam? Oh, man, that's just in time logistics, Pimple Oh, okay. Just in time logistics? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Make sure y'all checking that. Check it out. If you need some shit moved, they got you. You know what I'm saying? Just hide your white women. Um, also, <laughs> also, <laughs> if you need some, some, some rough looking garlic. Uh, what was some things? Garlic, ginger, hot wings. Hit up my man Pistol. He'll square you away. But until next time, y'all. Take it easy, Greasy. You got a long way to slide. Peace. Oh,